We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 179 weeks into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How you doing today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Um, trying to stay cool. I had to turn my fan on next to me. It's a, it's a little warm outside. It is a bit of a scorcher today, isn't it? Even over here, it's a bit of a scorcher. Well, let's get right into some techie stuff. I have some bad news. We were all expecting the uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk uh, cage fight, title fight, epic fight, as Musk was saying it, because it was going to be in an epic location somewhere mm -hmm. in Rome. I was thinking that they were going to do the Coliseum because Musk was there mm -hmm. doing a photo op with the Coliseum a few weeks ago. But it's not going to happen. So I guess Zuckerberg backed out. Interesting. That's, uh, I'm reading his uh, actual I'm... post, Zuckerberg's actual post. He says, I think we can all agree Elon isn't serious and it's time to move on. I offered a real date. Dana White, which is the UFC guy, offered to make this a legit competition for charity. Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery and now asks to do a practice round in my backyard instead. If Elon ever gets serious about a real date and official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, it's time to move on. Yeah, you said that, Mark. I'm going to focus mm. on competing with people who take the sport seriously. That was his, I believe that's an Instagram post that he put up. Mm. It's awful tough from a computer nerd. Passing the buck off like that. And he says, I love this sport and I've been ready to fight since the day Elon challenged me. If he ever agrees on an actual date, you'll hear it from me. Until then, please assume anything he says has not been agreed on. Not holding my breath for Elon, but I'll share details on my next fight when I'm ready. When I compete, I want to do it in a way that puts a spotlight on the elite athletes at the top of the game. You do that by working with professional uh, organizations like, uh, yeah, it's an abbreviation because of character limitations, uh, professional organizations like the UFC or one to pull off uh, whatever the one is, I'm not sure, to pull off this well and create a great card. He is right about that. When it comes to these these big name fights like that, you do want to work with professional organizations and you want to have it promoted and you want to have uh, the card lined up and you want to have the um, the event like the main event. You want to have that at the end. Right. So you want to have some warm ups in there to get everybody, you know, to fill the seats because no, nobody's there to see just the one fight. They want to see the one fight, but everybody wants to see all the other fights leading up to that. Right. So if you're going to do a good pay-per-view card, then that's what you do. He is Zuckerberg is right on that. So I don't I don't know what his um, uh, what he watches on television, you know, or or his free time, which I would think that, you know, a, a billionaire like that has a lot of time on their hands. 
because uh, they've more or less handed off their business um, to someone else. So I don't know what he watches. Uh, he may legitimately uh, be a fan of it. I don't know. It's only like six or eight months ago that he started martial arts himself. So, I mean, if he was really a fan of it for a long time, I would have thought with the amount of FU money he has, um, he would have uh, already been getting training and whatnot years ago. But who's who's at fault? We don't know. Uh, was it Musk? Uh, all the stuff that Zuckerberg, the android, showed is all just hearsay. It's all, well, this is this is what he says. And this is, well, yeah, okay, show us the proof. And Musk probably has a different perspective on it. I don't know. Whatever the case, I was hoping for a fight. I was honestly hoping to see uh, Zuckerberg get his um, uh, teeth kicked in. But, uh, eh, you know, two billionaires duking it out. No, uh, they can't do it themselves. They have to have their pawns do it. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think that's what it boiled down to. Yeah, it's a real shame. But maybe some other time, right? Yeah, who knows? Okay, moving right along here. You're a, And I, I don't really want to get into politics, but this is a political commentator and this is a platform that we ourselves are on so I have to admit when I when I saw this I was a bit curious. Bruce, you do listen from time to time to Glenn Beck. Yeah? You follow his, his work. Uh, yeah. He does some yeah. he does some good work, I have to admit. I've read a couple of his books uh, throughout the years and he genuinely he's, he's he's an acquired taste, right? He's like coffee, but the information that he puts out when he does any of his specials and things is pretty good. You know, the, the way he lays out the chalkboards and, and all the rest of that stuff. And quite frankly, if we did video, which we had actually planned to do, but other things happened. If we ever did video, we were looking to do something similar to that because I like the concept because it's an, it's an easy teaching method when you want to mm-hmm. explain something to somebody. He said yesterday that he was getting ready for a rehearsal for his usual evening's podcast. And he said that the episode that they were getting ready to produce was quote, really important and would be diving into the real crime family. Wouldn't you know it, Apple removed all of his podcasts from their platform. Interesting. Uh, No surprise. They've been looking to do that for a long time. Who exactly has um, power right now in a government that might, um, you know, strong arm another uh, into, uh, I I don't know, maybe give him some like tax credits or a guaranteed spot in the social credit system of the future or you know i mean who could that possibly be it couldn't possibly be the deep state or the biden family no as a matter of fact uh, kind of on tech and kind of on this uh the i i was actually watching last night one of the specials that glenn did last week i think uh it was on ufos and he was asking someone a journalist on that and um this journalist is um more left-leaning, uh, but he's a truth seeker. Quite an interesting watch. Basically, the takeaway is he's he believes the government's lying to us. He believes the specialists are lying to us. The intelligence community is lying to us. But he still believes that aliens are probably out there. That's okay. Uh, um, we, we've talked about this before on, on the show. And I was really, mm-hmm. I was mentioning this again, not to go down the political line, but more of the, the mm-hmm. online censorship thing is, is kind of what I was looking at. Because he's he's one of the larger podcasters. And for them he to is. remove his entire show, that's a pretty big deal. Um, that is a big of course, deal. Yeah. yeah. They say that this is the uh, the actual message. We found an issue with your show, and it must be resolved before it's available on Apple Podcasts. Uh, your show has been removed. And then they gave a link as to the possible reasons, but they don't actually. With these companies, because this has happened to us before, they don't actually tell you what you did. They just say, sorry, 
the social justice warrior on the other end of the line doesn't like what you have to say, <laughs> which is really you violated. The, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say that's usually how it goes is the, that's the part they don't tell you is the the, the blue haired, pink haired, whatever on the other end of the, the line there they doesn't don't. like what you have to say. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they don't like yeah. what you have to say. I actually had it right that they don't like what you have to say. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's why they that's why they do it. And they do it because they can. Exactly. And and the, the thing they tell you is you violated community standards and there's no community standards. They don't they don't have any kind of like rule book or anything to show you this is a community standards. They just say oh, you violated it. And of course, I imagine the the blaze uh, and or Mercury one, whichever one. I don't know. It, it uh, Mercury one is kind of like their parent company and it's still the same. Anyway, they're probably going to file a lawsuit and we'll probably see a big uh, thing about that and hopefully uh hopefully they get their uh spot back but the the thing is is i i was being facetious in saying that there was a government that told them to do that with as much interaction the government has had with facebook and twitter um you know with the twitter files and the twitter dump that we've seen it would not surprise me uh that the government actually did that it would not surprise me one bit and in fact the government may not have had to do anything they may have just kind of been applying pressure already and apple kind of felt like well, it's the Bidens that are in place right now anyway. Uh, maybe we should, I don't know, stop any kind of defamation against a, a, a sitting government official, which is interesting because the First Amendment is very clear that we get to do that. We, we can say whatever the hell we want specifically against government officials, but in general, the freedom of speech covers everything. But its intention was, is to stop government from stifling the truth. Uh, that, that was kind of like the main push. So the fact that the government is going in and stifling the truth, or at least whether or not you believe it's true or not, maybe you think Glenn is a, a liar. Well, they're stopping the sharing of the information they've found, uh, because I have watched their shows and I do go through and look to see, okay, uh, is the stuff that you're finding true? And many times the stuff that they've found is stuff that we've already found when we've talked about the subject. There's a lot of overlap. So it's not like... They're telling lies. Uh, they do a good job in telling the truth. And in a lot of times, they've been right about really big things. Now, they've been wrong about some things, too, where timing has been off. That's something he says himself. He's like, I don't get the timing right, but it's hard he gets to put, the general picture right. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to put dates on things. It, it's really hard. And that's something that you when you put a date on something, and I, I really hate to do that, but sometimes you can kind of see it in, in your own head. If you if you follow trends, sometimes you can put a date on things, but it's really tough to do that because when you do that and then it doesn't happen or some unforeseen set of circumstances comes in and stifles that then that goes against your credibility. So I try to stay away and we we all try to stay away from putting actual dates on things. I actually have, uh, I think the only one that I have outstanding uh, that I've put a date on is the social credit thing at the end of the year. That's the only thing I've come out and said, now I'm probably going to be wrong. Don't give me, I'm, I'm probably wrong on the date. I just feel like uh, things are going to escalate quickly and something may change. It, it may be like there might actually be a an impeachment process and, uh, you know, things... Uh, there there could be something that happens and slows it down. And there may be something that happens that accelerates it rather rapidly, like, uh, you know, finances crashing or the dollar losing value, uh, you know, something like that. I'll share it up for you, my friend. We already have social credit. That uh, I mean, you mean actual full blown 
China full, level. No, 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 not that. I'm talking about yeah. something like what I have with like my insurance company. The, the do fractured. This, this, um, yeah, yeah. Do this, do that, do that. And you get this premium and you get this back and you get this deal if you do this, that kind of thing. We already have yeah. that. So be this person we need you to be and do these things we tell you to do. And this is what you get as a reward kind of thing. Or these customer loyalty cards. It's the same thing. Buy this, this and this, and we'll give you this, this and this or, or whatever. You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff. So in a sense, we already have it. It's in a it's in an obscure form, but we already have it. Well, and um, there was actually an article that we'd seen uh, before. Xbox is doing yes. their own social credit system. I actually uh, have that. I was going to mention thing. Yep. I actually have that. I was going to mention it, but go ahead. The minute I read that and, and seen that. So basically they have an eight strike over six months. Um, your, your account will reset. So the strikes against your account will reset every six months, supposedly. But if you get struck twice, I think you're out for like a day for like 24 hours. If you're struck uh, four times, you're out for a week or something like that. And then if you get eight strikes, you're out for a year. Now, it feels like a social credit system because they're like, you you have to do these certain things and then you won't get a strike against you. And one of the things that I'm concerned will happen is you have someone that says they're a they, them, and you address them as he, she, or something, you know, uh, the correct pronouns, singular pronouns instead of these, um, you know, uh, they, them, the plurals. And then you get a strike thrown on you. And because Microsoft's one of these big corporations, they have the blue-haired they-thems hired as the uh, monitor or moderators. Did I show uh, so, you? Yeah. Did I show you? I, I saw this. Now, now Marty saw, Marty sent me these, right? These are two individuals from, these are two they-thems from his, uh, his event that he attended this past week. And you know what? I told him no. And he says, look, I can't unsee it. And so now you're not going to be able to unsee it. So he sent me these. And guess what, Bruce? Because I can't unsee it, you're going to have to see it. Now, this is um, th this is an, an individual that's playing something. I I'm not sure. But the, the large um, chest area and the beard kind of kind of give it away there. Um, but apparently, according to, to Marty, uh, apparently, this is the, the one that identifies as a woman. This one here. Right. Not this one, but that one. Not the one with um, chesticles. The but the, yes, and the beard. The, the one. Don't don't forget the, the beard. beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the but, chest hair. That and and the like chest hair as well. Yes, yeah, with mm. the. Uh huh. Yeah, and but we're not we're one. not talking like it's an overweight dude and he just has man boobs. Uh, this is like the real deal. Yeah, and the, mm. with a very very skimpy shirt on, I might add that yes. it's an individual that has no business, male or female or they them, has no business wearing a shirt like mm. that. But this is the one apparently that identifies as a as a female. I'm told. Well, it looks it, at least it looks like he's having fun, or she, or they, or it's it. a they. I don't. It's, I don't it's know. they them. These are two they them's. So yeah, 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 yeah. But when you start going in with the pronouns like this, the pronouns mean nothing anymore. If if you're going to say that, uh, as an example, um, you're a dude and you're saying you're a she, well then the words have no meaning anymore. So. Anyway, I thought I would it's, share. It's lunacy. Yeah, it is. It is lunacy. It is absolute lunacy. I have to I have to be completely honest with you. It is. Microsoft is going to strengthen their hate speech rules to ban gamers. They're revamping their hate speech system and profanity. Profanity? Well, Call of Duty's dead. If profanity. <laughs> really? I know, right? Yeah, really? really? Yeah. Introducing a strike-based system to ban gamers from games that they have purchased if they use the wrong words. 
goodness, none of these people would have survived 15 years ago, would they? On, no. on any, of, any of those Call of Duty lobbies, good lord, the banter in some of those lobbies was unprecedented. If you go back, you can find some of those on YouTube. Just type in Call of Duty banter and you'll get some of them. Like that's that's genuine conversations that used to take place in those lobbies. Bruce and I used to hang out in those lobbies mm-hmm. way back when. Yep. And that yep. kind of conversation was just commonplace. We grew up in the Wild West of the online world. And honestly, the thick skin that you get, the the the, the banter that you're able to take, the... You know, as an example, someone, the, the, the way they get offended for you or, or at you for using the wrong pronoun against them, the kind of things that we heard in those Call of Duty uh, chats, um, yeah, they, they, would, they would curl up in a ball in the fetal position, crying their eyes out. They would. Um, it, it, it's just, and yeah, if you do Google search that or YouTube it or whatever, just don't have any kids around, you know. Uh, when you do it, because some of those is, are no, that was bad. That was yeah, really bad. It was, and it, honestly, the thing is, I'm I'm still um I'm still a proponent of the First Amendment, even if it's a corporation that's that's uh offering a utility or a service or what have you, banning you from playing a game that you paid for. Sounds like a lawsuit to me. It, it sounds like somebody's gonna uh, you know class action lawsuit or something. Maybe I don't know. It 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 just it it smells wrong because they're they're saying. Hate speech, as I said, if you misgender someone, that is hate speech. You also had the, do you remember the trend of the microaggressions? That's still considered hate speech. So Microaggressions, the trend of the microaggression, that was that was something that came along for about 12 months and then they've moved on to something else now. Now it's just a blanketed hate speech response. Blanketed hate speech, yeah. So now uh, I'm, I'm just glad. I, I was going to say I'm glad I don't uh, have any Microsoft games, but then I remembered that Microsoft owns like a ton of game companies now and, and they if just they, bought activision and they yeah if they if they spread this out they're probably if i if i had to guess we're not going to have to worry about the blue-haired they thems uh, as the moderators what we're going to have to worry about is the blue-haired and pink-haired they thems that programmed the ai that they're using to moderate and that's where the problem's going to be they're probably going to use ai um or try to utilize it and there's going to be a lot of people that get banned for saying stuff that honestly they have every right to say even if it's on someone else's platform i i just corporations have no rights they don't have the right to violate your rights in my opinion well let me see if i can kind of clear all of this up because dave mccarthy who's the vice president of xbox player services told the verge the following he says this is all about player transparency we didn't have player a way to show transparency. player transparency you see they're they're working for you Yeah, they're doing all Mm -hmm. this on your behalf for you. We didn't have a way to show our players what their standing was in our community. And this makes it completely clear. Yeah, Dave, it certainly does. It makes it very clear, even though I'm not an Xbox gaming person, but I'm I'm disgusted by this. It's it, because this is going to be the trend going forward. Yeah. The the, the thing is, I, I agree with. OK, so what he's hitting on there, I agree with the transparency in the sense of so other games, if you had a strike get uh, thrown against you or you were banned or something like that, they didn't tell you the reason. There was no information as to why you were banned, what the rule you broke was. They didn't go into detail. So I, I appreciate that. The The problem is, is they're using that to mask the other things they're doing. They're, they're saying, oh, see, we're doing this great thing. We're going to be transparent and show you why you got banned. But at the same time, they're increasing the bans and making it. In other words, 
this is another one of those nudges or pushes, if you will, because they said in the art, the, 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 there was an article I was reading about it that quoted uh, some of what they were saying. And they said that in research, we found that when you ban someone the first time or they get a strike against them and explain why they were banned, they don't, it's not, it doesn't happen again. It doesn't reoccur. In other words, it's social engineering. That's exactly what this is. They're going into our entertainment world, trying to socially engineer us. And I, I have all kinds of problems. If you're, if you're playing a game, and someone says something that you don't like, mute them, ignore them. That that that's what you do in the real world. Don't like the don't, show, change dis- the channel. Yeah, disassociate with that person. That's what you do. You don't come in and completely exile them from society, or or you know, in this case, a product that they bought. Okay, so let's apply this context. And by the way, uh, uh, Dave here says that the goal was to create an environment where everyone feels welcome. Well, Dave, I'm sure you're going to piss off a lot of people with this, but. Let's apply this in a different manner. Okay, so let's apply this to what we do, for example. And we're not the only ones. You got millions of podcasts out there. Okay, you have a choice whether or not you want to listen to us. Just like any other podcast you listen to, you have a choice whether you want to listen to that podcast or not. There are podcasts out there that you don't agree with on anything. There are podcasts out there that you listen to that you fully agree with. There are some that you half agree with. You make the choice whether or not you want to listen to those podcasts. The blanket response can be used the same way here. This is why I'm I'm taking an interest in this and I'm so so aggravated about it because they can apply this measure to anything that they don't like. You don't like the show, change the channel or don't listen. Just turn it off altogether. If you like what you're hearing, continue on with it. It's the free market of ideas in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And the the problem is, is you have a large portion of society that says, well, if we don't have some kind of uh, regulatory system in place, if we don't have some kind of rule in place, then everybody's going to just go on there and start using the N word or, you know, start uh, calling people bad names or or start being racist. If we don't know, no, that's the thing is, is if you let people if you give people the capacity to make choices for themselves and deal with the consequences as an example the consequence in this case would be ignored by other people right then that will kind of you know light up the you know uh, light will come on in their head and they'll be like oh yeah maybe i shouldn't do that we we already have a social engineering system in place we don't need a government or a business or an entity of any kind shoving it down our throats this is another one of those it's not on the same playing stage, I guess, because it's it's totally different topics, but they're going to overlap one another. This is kind of like the Anheuser-Busch Bud Light situation. It's the exact same thing. People should be pissed off about this one because this is a company telling you, you cannot use our product unless you do what we say. When I said, yeah, when I was clicked off there, I was agreeing with you, just so you understand. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. I wasn't saying, yeah, go on there and say, what well, you know, call the person a derogatory term. No, I wasn't saying yes to that. I was saying, yes, I agree with you. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. You want to go on there and, and you want to use a derogatory term against somebody? I mean, I'm not going to associate with you, but it's your right to go on, go on there and say it. So I'm going to support you in your right to go and say it but I don't support you for saying it. On that point there, on the uh, the days that we were in the Wild West and we were in those lobbies, I can't tell you how many times I actually had to mute an individual person because they just would, yep. they would be one of those people and they just would not shut up. And so you could do things back then. It would be one of those things where you could like report somebody and you had to give a reason for it, but nobody ever did that. 
and yeah. like no one ever paid attention to it. Yeah. I actually went through and I, I looked back then, right? This has been a long time. This is like my early 20s. I was looking at my reputation because somebody actually told me that there was a reputation. I didn't even know there was a reputation system for online activity back then. I went and I looked at it and I was 3% of all, I, I had thousands of reviews. I was 3% in good standing and 97% of the reviews I had were negative. Me, if you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I got so, I got negative as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got I, I got absolutely hammered in that stuff. So I would have been long gone under this new system if that were the case. Yep. I would have been long gone. And people people were asking me, my God, how did you get such a, a horrible rating? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I didn't even really talk to anybody outside of my actual friends and and people that that we gamed with. And that was about it back, you know, all those years ago. They asked me, well, how did you get such a bad rating? I said, I don't know. They said, what games do you play? And I said, well, I play a lot of Call of Duty. And they said, ah, that one right there. Because if you start going and you start out playing all these other smart, you know, these these wise ass people, then they'll just give you a bad rating just because. And that's another thing that will go into that, too. Yep, that that's something. So I was a bit of a degenerate growing up when it came to video games. And I played lots and lots of Call of Duty and Battlefield and Minecraft and all those kind of games. And and. I was very good at them. And when you go on and play and you stop the competition, you get a lot of bogus cheat reporting, you know, saying that you're a cheater or a hacker or whatever. Uh, I actually kind of memorialized some of the, um, uh, basically it's a social media post, basically, about people saying I was a cheater or a hacker or whatever, and just kind of let it set out there for the public to see that these people were, um, uh, well, basically embarrassed themselves. On a, on a teenager's social media post. Anyway, it was a lot of fun back in the Wild West. Um, I actually found myself muting people. Uh, so even to this day, it, with the way things have changed and everything, the people I mute are the people that have absolutely atrocious microphones or they do not fix their gain. Like it, it's like blaringly loud or, or they blare music. I don't care if people go on and start saying, you know, slurs and insults and all that kind of stuff. I would rather know what someone is saying or what someone is thinking than to sweep it under the rug and let them hide, uh, you know, in the shadows. That That's kind of the benefit of having freedom of speech. If you're allowing the crazy loons like the uh, the Taliban or you're allowing, you know, the, the neo-Nazis, if you allow them to go out and speak, not only do you know what they're pushing for, what direction they're, you know, who they're trying to recruit, what direction they're, they're going with their stuff, but you know their arguments and you can counter argue them and maybe you'll change their mind in talking with them. So it very, even, even for that, you may find stuff that you both agree on and can work together for that specific thing. I'm not saying you join a Nazi and work together with Nazis, but I'm saying that in America, especially, in a republic, and this is somewhat political, but it, it it's for a good reason. We, we typically agreed on minor things or, or well, not minor things, bigger things like the, the Bill of Rights. And then we worked together to sustain those. And then we had an argument about the little things like, you know, welfare and whatnot, which is not really a little thing when you look at the billions of dollars that are involved in it. But anyway, all that to say, this whole system, I think, is going to be a detriment long term. Uh, I, I think it's more coddling of society it's more softening of the minds of individuals and it's kind of pushing them more towards a we need government or we need some big powerful entity to mommy us and to protect us uh, no 
and that that's that's going to cause even more problems and then when the social credit system rolls around they'll be like yeah this is good because we already have this in everything else so we just need to have a centralized unified system that that we can encourage people to be more uh, kind whatever <laughs> well my friend unfortunately we're going to have to leave it there as uh, we're out of time today so i'd like to thank you for being here today thank you to all of the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening